Hey everyone, and welcome. The podcast formerly known as Report Back will now be DSA San Francisco's The Priority. On this podcast, you'll hear education sessions and reports from our chapter priority campaigns, including how you can get involved in our work to fight for socialist transformation in San Francisco, across the country, and around the world. Today's inaugural episode will be a recording of our first Electoral 101 session held by the elected leaders of our DSASF ballot measure campaign. Without further ado, let's get into it. And next tonight, imagine something, something, something different. Hello, welcome. Um, hi, everybody. I am um, super excited to be here with y'all. Um, we It's like five past uh, 5.30, so we're just gonna jump in um, and then have folks just come in and join us. But um, I first wanted to say welcome. Uh, thank you all so much for being here. This is really exciting to, uh, to jump in for Electoral 101. Um, this is something super new and exciting and like having y'all here, like having what, like we're at 38 participants right now. Like that's freaking amazing. We had a goal of getting um, like 30 people and we have surpassed it already. So let's keep this going. So I just wanna do a little agenda overview of what to expect for this meeting today. I'm just gonna jump off and start off with, um, you know, doing a quick tutorial of what is the electoral board. Um, and then we're gonna jump in and learn about uh, what's actually, what goes into a ballot measure. Um, and then we're going to pass it over and uh, do uh, learn about how that how a ballot measure can actually build power. Um, then we're going to break out and just kind of have a group discussion, um, have a chance to turn over. So we're not just talking at you. We can have a full discussion together um, and ask a couple of questions to build that that discussion out. Um, and then we'll end up the meeting with uh, next steps and how we can keep this baby going and get everyone here plugged in to um, this cool campaign we're building. Um, so I will uh, just first jump in and say welcome again um, and just do a quick uh, shout out to all of our amazing, uh, fantastic electoral board folks. So I'm going to pa first pass it over to uh, Miss Jen Snyder. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm Jen. I am, um, I'm currently working in Dean's office. I'm phasing out pretty soon to uh, start my own lefty socialist consulting firm, which is pretty cool. Um, I've uh, had the pleasure of working on a number of uh, campaigns like Dean's campaign um, and Prop F and doing strategy for Prop I and Prop C and stuff. And so happy to be on this electoral board and see, see us you know, fly free as DSASF and run our own measures. Matt. Uh, hi, my name is Matt M. Pronouns are he, him. Uh, I am a five-year member of DSA uh, and have been in DSASS since its modern refounding. Uh, I've volunteered for pretty much all of our ballot measure campaigns, been pretty involved in stuff from petition gathering to uh, get out the vote. Uh, I'm super excited to talk about uh, how we can use this uh, effort to build an organization, uh, build work class power in the city. Uh, Gwen, why don't you go next? Hi, I'm Gwen. I use she, her pronouns. Um, I have been a member of DSA for like over a year now, and I helped work on the Dean campaign and the Jackie campaign 
and a little volunteered a little with Prop IMK. And I've recently been um, working with a, as a fellow with Dean's offices. And I'm really excited for all the work that we're about to do as the electoral board going forward. Yeah, I'm going to pass it to Gabe. Hi, I'm Gabe, he, him. Um, yeah, I'm also on the electoral board. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to be here and uh, sorry for sending in the invitation that <laughs> made everyone have my name. Uh, I just wanted to give you another link if you already RSVP'd. Um, yeah, and I'll pass it last, but definitely not least, Kayla. Cool. Hey, um, uh, yeah, my name is Kayla. Hi there. I'm on the electoral board with all these amazing folks. Um, I have uh, some experience. Uh, I was previous camp manager for Chase Boudin for district attorney and uh, Allison Collins, um, and now working on um, trying to unionize Delta Airlines. Uh, so super rad and excited. Uh, there we go to work with all y'all and like, yeah, let's get this started. Alrighty, next slide, please. Um, so yeah, let's jump into it. What is the electoral board? You may ask yourselves on this amazing call. Um, so let's first break down um, what we do. So what we do, um, the electoral board was created uh, after the members of DSASF voted in favor of the ballot measure uh, priority campaign. Um, and we came together, uh, sorry, we came together to look at our you know, previous electoral wins and losses um, and really forge a brand new electoral strategy. Um, and we want, want to build one that is more than just becoming an electoral machine, endorsing candidates and measures without really having real genuine skin in the game. Um, and to, so because of that, we, we knew that DSASF was ready to graduate. Uh, we're ready to run our own fo folks from our own ranks. We're ready to be proponents of our own ballot measures. We are ready to really to set the scene for a political platform that elevates socialism and working class power in our city, our state and beyond. And, you know, so in short, we're ready to like win socialism in the ballot boxes. And that's what we do while we're here, ready to like, mm, get it, get it. Um, and so how do we do this? <laughs> we have meetings and we, we keep building up this power. Um, so just give you guys a little bit of uh, like update of how this works. Our meeting schedule, um, we meet on Mondays at this time and we alternate between doing um, our closed board, board meetings where the five of us are organizing, doing kind of some internal strategy and planning, um, as well as organizing and preparing for these types of meetings. Um, and then the following Mondays, we have these meetings. Um, these would be training, strategy meetings, um, and electoral education. Um, this is a chance for not just the board, but actually all members to come plug in and learn how to be a part of this, um, this great movement we're having. Um, and lastly, uh, we as a board, we help to facilitate committees. And so as you're coming in and hopping in to, um, to create our ballot measure uh, together, uh, there will be lots of committees to jump into. There's fundraising, research, outreach. Um, those are the top three right now that we have, but there's more to come. We can learn more about training and strategy and et cetera. Um, we're building this together and we're really happy to have y'all with, here with us. Um, and so from there, um, I... Oh, oh uh, I'm going to pass it along to uh, to Jen to talk a little bit more about actually what's in a ballot measure. Groovy. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Um, if you miss the intros, I'm Jen um, and I, uh, I, I have been doing electoral politics for a while. I've worked on some of our some of the dean. Uh, I've worked on all the dean campaigns and then the uh, a lot of the ballot measures that we focused on here is in the chapter. We'll get into those in a, in a couple minutes. Um, 
but yeah, thanks, Kayla. Thanks everyone for being here. Um, what, what's in a ballot measure? Uh, you can go to the next slide. So I'm not going to tell you what a ballot measure is because you, because you know, but um, I'm going to drop this ballot measure timeline in the chat for you to kind of see what we're going to be up to coming up. So as you can see, you know, we've got a lot of time to go through like the drafting process and opening a committee and doing fundraising and drafting petitions and getting signatures and field and mail and everything all the way up until GOTV and election day. And we invite you to join our electoral board meetings and all the committees that we're forming that we'll get into because we want you to become the experts and learn with us as we go, right? To host all this knowledge in-house at DSA. It would be very, very boring to go through all the things that we'll learn through this timeline together, all through the future, um, but very exciting to learn as you do. So please plug in and we're gonna start doing like right after this meeting. And Gwen's gonna go over that with you at the end. So ballot measures, as you know, are an awesome way to actually get out there and talk to like everyday working people about issues that matter to them and in a form, which is elections, that makes them like make sense to people, right? So renters' rights and taxing super rich people and rethinking policing, childcare, these are issues that matter to people and will capture people's attention. So our big task here in DSASF is to come up with a ballot measure idea that can start up conversations with working class people in San Francisco, draw some battle lines and SF's kind of like a liberal wasteland, maybe even win, and most importantly, spread the gospel of socialism to build our movement. And how the hell are we gonna do that? Next slide, please. So we're going to think of an idea that's disciplined and inspirational, right? And we've had a couple bites at the apple with measures that like our DSA supervisor, Dean Preston has put on. And now we wanna be the proponent and start steering strategy and knowledge in-house, right? So next one. Oh, go back that, sweet. Um, yeah, so Prop F, this was one we did back in 2018. It's a free lawyer for Anyone who faces eviction in San Francisco, that's a very good idea, the balance power between uh, renters and landlords. It was super heavy on field. We had this coalition of like renters orgs and not too crushing of opposition because they really didn't think we'd be able to do it. Um, and you can see from this map that it mirrored renter density, obviously, in where people voted for it. So this is an example of a campaign where we'd have a really good time talking to folks at doors and on the phone about other DSA projects in some of these super dark, uh, like deep purple areas and around San Francisco, right? Next slide. Uh, another one that we wanted to sort of just like go over is uh, Prop I. There we got Jackie with I and I'm sure Kay was there too. Oh, you can go back or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so um, Prop I was taxing people selling super expensive real estate uh, like mega mansions and skyscrapers and Dropbox to fund social housing and rent relief, right? And we won Prop I because it was a great fucking idea during a pandemic um, to get, you know, rent relief, the rent relief part, you know, get money in the hands of folks who need it. And we had a huge coalition of groups and most of labor backed it. Um, we had crushing opposition backed by Republican and Democrat billionaires, right? And a small modified field game because it was COVID. So 
here's a measure where the idea is so fucking fire that we are not quite as worried about field or insane money against us. Uh, and, and so here, as you can see on this, oh, sorry, go back, my bad. Um, as you can see on this map of prop I, um, it tracks really closely to like renters, where rent, how, how well renters did. It's kind of the same stuff. You can kind of see where we are going to be spending a lot of time and where we have to start having a lot of conversations to change the narrative in San Francisco. So a note on door knocking citywide, like straight up because of the way, like the time when you get your letter, as you'll see on the timeline I toss in the chat, you just don't have time to knock every door. It's just impossible unless you had hundreds and hundreds of people, which I'm open to. But so a lot of the stuff that you'll do is reach people in other ways, like lit dropping, phones, mail, where you can't get, there's huge buildings, etc. So our knocking targets as DSA, which we ought to do, are critical for us to really decide it's got to be folks who want to learn about dsa so we're going to do some tailored door knocking to folks to build our movement right and we may also want to do some polling right so a note on polling while polling is so thank god interesting because you actually find what other people thinks cool about your measure and where they think it's cool and who does what to say to who and help you get it passed and make those connections with folks life ain't a poll right so a poll is going to be like do you like this here's three things that suck about it and three things that are awesome about it right? And you'll find out what the horse race is. In real life, it ain't going to be that way, right? So it's, you're going to have 5 million mailers against you and a million points against you from assholes. And you're going to be like out there knocking doors and like desperately calling people and trying to send some mail and trying to raise the money. So just know it's always an uphill battle, but that's, that's totally fine. So next slide. So what the hell are we going to do, right? So all this is to say is that we now have to figure out the measure we're going to use to accomplish our goals. And the winning is important. We know that the real goal is socialism. And our buddy Lenin tells us we can't really reform capitalism into socialism. So what are we doing here? We're emboldening the working class to take on capital and win. We're galvanizing folks to demand like basic human dignity um, for guarantees that life won't be like total drudgery and wage slavery. Um, but empowerment and consciousness, right? So people understand electoral politics. Like the Bernie campaign, however you feel about how radical he is or not, brought millions of people into the fold because the electoral plane is just something that we can actually engage on. It's not just about winning, though winning is good. It's about membership building and spreading the gospel of socialism in prep for eventual global domination. So what are we gonna do? Next slide. So we're gonna do a citizens initiative and we're gonna help propel other Mac, uh, uh, like things, measures that, that Dean does, right? And maybe other people too, if they seem to be really great and we can talk about that when it comes up. So a citizens initiative, it's put on by people through signatures of voters. You go out there and make your pitch. Anybody want a free lawyer when you face eviction, ma'am? Um, and this is a long and costly and fun and powerful way to get something on the ballot. You got to pay somebody to draft it. It's expensive. You got to print petitions. You got to have a whole strategy and a team and it's all on you, but you're in the driver's seat and you don't have to compromise on your principles and messaging and you get to control the outreach and strategy. And then Dean gets to put measures on uh, by four, like signatures from four people at the board, right? Well, that means he's got to get three liberals to comply with him. So that's tough, right? So sometimes those don't, you don't get to control what it is as much, right? The mayor can also put measures on. She puts on a lot of bonds. I don't know why we don't do bonds. Why don't we? Is it, maybe it's the pastors. I don't know, but something to think about. Um, so next slide. So there's a lot of stuff that you've got to do and it costs money and time 
and um, to, to, to get all these signatures to put things on, but it's worth it. We can do it. It's been done before, but as you can see, if we decided to do a big thing like a charter amendment, it's ridiculous. I mean, we'd have to get started like tomorrow, um, which we could do. So next slide. So yes, it's not just about winning. Our task is to figure out a Goldilocks measure, right? Like something where the foe is clear, but we're able to take it on with some path to victory. Like people's time isn't being totally, you know, and money and love and heart isn't being totally wasted on a completely impossible thing. Something where the, something where like, you know, if we take on the real estate industry, which we should, we just have to expect lots of opposition funding. So we need to match that with money and people power, right? Like, and we have to do something where our coalition partners are included. We should stand on our own principles and not compromise on values, but we can't just like run over communities that we're not actively a part of, right? So if we do a free city college measure, we gotta have the city college union, of course. So if the goal is to spread socialism, we need to think about talking to everyday people who haven't been awakened yet to the addiction of emancipation of humankind via socialism yet, right? We don't want to alienate ourselves. We want to build power in the movement. So we want to work on something that we can talk to workers about, like renters or debt or childcare, like a flyer that says fully automated luxury communism, fuck Pelosi, isn't going to be like naturally enrolling for maybe the average person, right? So this isn't about us proving how radical we are. It's finding common cause to fight capitalism. So a flyer that instead says you deserve paid vacation and healthcare if you lose your job or not might get us more folks engaged. So this is serious business, this ain't cosplay. We want to build a real power. We want to have it be dedicated and disciplined. And Matt's going to tell us right now a little bit about how that's going to build this power. Hi, uh, I'm Matt. Uh, super excited to be talking about how this ballot measure campaign is going to build power. Um, it is all well and good to try and win reforms at the ballot box. Our electoral victories thus far have been pretty significant. We've won groundbreaking tenant rights. We passed a mandate for social housing. Uh, we fought to keep our police more accountable. Uh, we taxed the rich to fund our vision. Uh, however, the capitalist class and their allies in city government have fought to defang these victories time and time again, significantly blunting their impact and making them feel hollow. Uh, consider the significant delays in implementation for right to counsel, the years long legal challenge to our city, our home, and the diversion of social housing money from the general funds. Uh, looking beyond San Francisco, we've seen this kind of thing happen with other citizens' ballot issues. Um, Idaho's Medicaid expansion, for example, and Florida's felon enfranchisement um, ballot measure both passed the ballot box, but were overturned by unfriendly state governments. Uh, any ballot initiative that represents a significant shift in the balance of power will be fought viciously, even and perhaps especially if it is successful. And as we build this slate of measures and as we present this platform for transforming San Francisco through these uh, through these ballot initiatives, like we have to be aware that like you know, this is, you know, this is going to be an uphill battle, as as Jen mentioned, um, and we need to figure out how to build power to take on um, the amount of opposition we're going to face. Um, we can also, um, sorry, can I get the next slide? Next slide. And uh, next slide, sorry, I forgot to do that. Okay, and um, now we're caught up. We can also learn from the failures of previous ballot campaigns. Uh, in California, We've seen multiple failed attempts to repeal Proposition 13 or to um, reform uh, Proposition 13 and repeal Costa Hawkins, which is the bedrock legislation at the heart of our housing crisis. And we also saw the disastrous passage of Proposition 22, which enshrines exploitative independent contractor law in California 
and seems to be the blueprint for a roll, rollout across the nation. Why do these ballot campaigns fail to build the support they need when tenants and workers are obviously getting squeezed at every opportunity? Um, uh, next, uh, next slide. Uh, we adopted this strategy in order to strengthen DSASF as an organization. We should also think about measures that can organize working people in a similar, similarly strategic way. When considering ballot proposals, we should not just think in terms of constructing an electoral majority, which we will obviously need, but also a base, a constituency that anchors the struggle in oppositional terms against the interests of capital. Who has an interest in the measure succeeding? Most broadly, this can mean workers in a particular sector, uh, ratepayers or clients of a certain service, uh, targets of a certain kind of repression or exploitation. Um, we can use this to look at the, the past things we've done, you know, uh, with the police reforms and the tenant rights and um, and all that stuff. Um, but as we are con uh, coming up with new initiatives, we should identify these constituencies, ideally ones that are already within our ranks um, and thus within our reach, and help establish an organization that expresses the core conflict involved. This organization can take the form of a labor circle within our, our labor priority, uh, it can be a tenant organization, it can be a fair payer or client collective, or it could be something else, depending on the nature of the struggle. The chapter itself can serve as the mobilization machine for the ballot campaign, but without building the base uh, within the target arena of struggle, we will have difficulty agitating beyond our existing capacity as an organization. Um, while working on our measures, we are bound to run into areas of struggle where existing organizations have a stake in the outcome. The support of activist groups, unions, and community organizations can make a break in effort. We mentioned earlier that it would be foolhardy to attempt the city college measure, for example, without the support of the faculty union. Uh, likewise, we should consider the existing activist terrain when figuring out what we want to do. Uh, there's an obvious tension here between taking up a movement demand and forging ahead alone on our own measures of choice that we should be sensitive to. We should consider what coalition we might be dealing with on a particular measure. And we should also avoid the trap of seeing the activist landscape as static and unchangeable by building a campaign organization and establishing strong political unity with allies and members in strategic places, we can cause shifts and realignments. Um, uh, a coalition of activist groups can have strong political unity, but we should not forget that what we need to build regardless of our decision is a durable organization that can serve as the vehicle for this fight. We should consider the ways that the coalitions, activist bases, and chapter volunteers all fit together to make this one unified ballot campaign as we decided in our strategy. Um, Forward Thrust, which is a multi-year effort to pass municipal reforms in Seattle in the late 1960s, offers one historical example. Though not without its own shortcomings, uh, Forward Thrust fought, fought for municipal reforms as, plans a, as planks in a platform. And by emulating that, we can offer a total vision for San Francisco. Certain slogans imply certain kinds of messaging. A San Francisco forward campaign suggests students and educators forward or Muni forward or whatever neighborhood you can think of forward. Whatever we call it though, the campaign needs to be driven by these activist bases where people can come in, get on board with the program and start spreading the word. Next slide, please. Um, when our measures are all drafted and ready to go, we will have a huge opportunity to experiment with our language, messaging and propaganda. We often ask what makes a certain ballot effort socialist. Now we can turn that around and lead with a socialist argument for our initiative. With our chapters outreach and communication efforts, we can make class conflict the centerpiece of each campaign. We can cut against the moderating influence of the Democratic Party and clearly state our aims. Um, next slide, please. Um, winning our ballot measures is a desirable outcome for this campaign, but it's not the only way to measure its success. What this campaign should do, regardless of the specific outcomes of ballot measures, builds on the components I've already mentioned. 
We need to organize the base within our chosen arenas of struggle in a durable way. This not only builds our organizational capacity, but can produce new leaders in these struggles that can continue to agitate and organize even after the campaign itself ends. This will be vital if there are, if, if either if the initiative fails or there's some sort of challenge or the, the campaign um, needs to you know, continue to agitate after election day. Uh, and second, we need to keep our socialist political horizon in our view. We can avoid co-option and the least common denominator by articulating the class struggle at the heart of our issues. Ideally, through this campaign, we build the organizational infrastructure for turning supporters into comrades, into militants and leaders. A success in this regard would be a model not just for our future work, but on work that could be emulated in other DSA chapters and at the state and national levels. Um, Kayla, back to you. Hey. Sorry. Hey, <laughs> thank you, Matt. Um, I really appreciate that. And I, I'm really glad that, you know, this is like a really great chance for, uh, I guess, a great way for all of us to kind of digest all this information. Um, and now that we've kind of had a little, like a good overview, um, I think we can break out into some group discussions. So before I jump straight into the discussion, I just want to make sure um, to ask folks, uh, just make sure like there's a lot of information to, to, to process. And I wanted to see if there are any questions about anything that we've covered before we jump into um, our like discussion questions one and two. Um, so feel free to unmute yourself if you have any questions I want to just uh, or, cover. Yeah. Are you typing this uh, in the oh. chat? Like oh, yes. That. Yes. There we go. Thank you so much. Um, hi, it's Gwen, in case you missed the intros. Um, a lot of you guys did like a lot of the work for me in going through what I'm about to talk through. Um, so bear with me. Um, but we've heard more about like the nuts and bolts of what it takes to run a ballot measure and how we have and can continue to build power for the working class here in San Francisco through progressive left-wing ballot measure campaigns. Um, we wanna let you all know more how you and other DSA members and do the work, can plug into the work that we've been, uh, that we're going to do. Um, on these ballot measure campaigns going forward. Um, so first off, we've talked about this form a little bit already, but we wanna hear from you all, the members um, and other San Francisco socialists and progressives uh, in creating the best ballot measure possible that reflects a clear socialist vision for the future of San Francisco um, and addresses what we see as the major needs or issues that our city is facing. Um, so Kayla and all of you guys here have already got us thinking about what we want to see in a ballot measure, what specific changes we want to see in San Francisco, and how those uh, changes can materially improve the lives of working class people in San Francisco. So with all that, uh, we've just discussed and brainstormed together fresh in our minds. We really want you guys, we want your help and your input in figuring out what ballot measures we're going to be running. Um, and the first step to get involved in that is to fill out the DSA-SF ballot slate brainstorm form which can be dropped in the chat again, and is also in that link that Kayla included with all the useful links. Um, and yeah, when you fill out this form, you can suggest what ballot measures you think we should run, and you should feel really feel free to share it widely. Um, and a week from today on August 16th at our next electoral board open meeting, we're gonna be going through all these different suggestions that we've gotten in the form. Um, and after that meeting, the form is going to stay up for, I think, like a few more days until about August 20th, so that people can keep adding to the form um, if they were inspired by this discussion or the discussion that we're going to have next week. Um, so yeah, please fill out that form, uh, share the form, start brainstorming. You already have right here. Um, 
And then besides the electoral board open meetings that you should all keep coming to, uh, and we're gonna be doing uh, educational meetings and strategy trainings. Another really crucial way to get involved is um, to join the electoral board subcommittees, um, which I'll cover more in detail. Um, and as of now, we have the fundraising committee, the research committee um, and an outreach committee, uh, which all of us on the electoral board along with you all can help out with to make sure that the campaigns are organizing successes and they run as smoothly as possible. Um, so the first committee I'm going to talk about is the fundraising committee. Um, and one of the first hurdles we're going to have to face is financing our ballot measure. Uh, there's a saying that money doesn't talk, it swears, or basically money is power. Um, and as we all know, money has an unfortunately huge influence on uh, electoral politics in this country. Um, and that's no different here in San Francisco. Um, Oh, you're already on the next slide, awesome. Um, so we saw how during the Dean campaign and uh, the campaigns for the ballot measures like INK, there was a ton of conservative, or there were conservative billionaires and a ton of like real estate interests and investors, both in San Francisco and out of state who poured in millions of millions of dollars um, trying to crush these left-wing grassroots campaigns. Um, these billionaires, investors, real estate interests, et cetera, started a whole pack to raise money or millions of dollars and send out dozens of attack mailers, which are pictured upper left. I don't, they're kind of small, but you can see them. They're talking about how Scott Wiener is like good for renters or something, apparently. Um, and um, so, yeah, a lot of mailers were sent out and that was all using their money and they started fake groups like the SF Renters Alliance or the Women for Common Sense to target Dean and Prop I and K, um, which Jen spoke more on earlier. Um, so with all that being said, we know that raising money and securing funding is going to be a really crucial part of these ballot measure campaigns so that we can fight the big conservative corporate interests that we already know are gonna be fighting tooth and nail to crush um, our vision for San Francisco. Um, the fundraising committee will be critical in securing all the things that will make sure we can run a really successful ballot measure, um, like paying campaign staff, strategists, printers for our own mailers to counter their, their fake bad mailers. Um, and this committee will take charge of fundraising events um, and help to train members and volunteers on electoral fundraising. Um, fundraising is also just kind of a useful skill in a lot of different areas of life, so you'll get a lot of good training with that. Um, and if you're able to give money or want to learn more about how fundraising is done, you should really, really sign up for our fundraising committee right now. Um, Kayla's going to be one of the main people taking the lead on the fundraising committee. So you could also just reach out to her directly. There's also the link that we've been sharing again and again. So please, please sign up. Um, and then money is power, but knowledge is also power. So the research committee is going to be really crucial, um, in the, especially in the early stages of the electoral work. Um, and in order to make sure our ballot measures are successful and critically that they're legal, we're going to need to do a lot of research in the beginning. Uh, it's going to be, look like going through all the answers to the form, um, looking through the different ballot measure proposals that we got in that form and going through them, researching if there have been other similar measures that have been run in different cities that we can maybe base some of the wording off of. Um, also the legality part, once again, um, like Maddie said, 
and other people mentioned in the group discussion, there are a lot of things in the state charter and within state law that might make some of our like wildest dream ballot initiatives kind of difficult. Um, so we really need to make sure we've got our research down and that the things we wanna propose and run are, are gonna be good to go on the ballot. Um, and Gabe uh, is one of the main leads for the research committee. So you, you, as well as filling out the form and the link to um, sign up for that committee, you could also just reach out to Gabe to find out more. Um, and I think at some point earlier in the chat, Lex asked like, when, when is it meeting? And all these committees, we have not, um, they're just being formed right now as you sign up. So we haven't decided any of the, um, any of the meeting times yet for that. Um, and then of course, uh, we believe at the end of the day that the people are the power. So the outreach committee, which like I said, I'm gonna be pretty involved with, um, uh, is another really important committee that you all should sign up for. And our main focus is gonna be getting other DSASF and cool socialists, progressive, left-wingers, et cetera, involved in the work of the electoral board and our specific ballot measures and field campaigns once they get off the ground. Um, this, this group will also help uh, recruit for and do the field organizing on our ballot measure campaigns throughout, like gathering the signatures, 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 the signatures, the getting people out for different fundraising events. Um, and it's often people power and the ability to galvanize like so many supporters and volunteers that enable uh, like progressive left-wing socialist campaigns to triumph against the huge corporate interests and conservative interests that we've already talked about and secure the electoral victories despite being uh, like outmatched with money. Um, so this committee is going to be really, really important um, if we want to win our ballot measures. So please sign up uh, if you're interested in learning more about field organizing in general um, and helping to turn out voters, uh, volunteers, and supporters. Um, then please sign up for the outreach committee. Um, we're also going to be sending an email at the end to all, everyone who's here um, that's going to have the sign up forms. We've already dropped them multiple times. We will do it again. Um, and yeah, so fill those out to get involved in our electoral work and share with your friends. You can share with people. They don't have to be DSA members yet. As we talked about, that's one of the goals is building the DSA through our work here. Um, so yeah, that was all just run through that. And then finally, we have like a couple of minutes here at the end. Um, and we wanted to know like what else you all would like to learn um, at the next eboard training. Um, what's interesting to you about electoral work? What's confusing? Um, what do you want to cover in our future discussions or future trainings? Uh, you could shout it out or put it in the chat. Um, you could reach out to anyone on the electoral board directly. Um, and if you're not sure yet, uh, you just want to think it over, you can always just reach out to us or come next week and we'll be, we'll be talking again about all these once again next week, Monday the 16th, we'll be going over the form and all the different suggestions. Um, so yeah, that's all for me. Cool. I think that's about all we have time for tonight. Um, but if you have other ideas, suggestions, want to get involved with this group but don't know how, uh, please email us at electoralboard at dsasf.org. Um, get us your ballot ideas. Uh, come to the session next Monday, same time, same channel. Um, and uh, we will keep you in the loop as we move this thing forward. Uh, thank you all so much for your time and have a great night.